It's Wednesday, which means we've got a new Florida Gators depth chart coming. And as always, we've got Hayden Hanson, Florida Gators starting tight end here. We'll talk about that here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. Happy Wednesday. I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Whole Nine Sports, Giants Country, NFL 33. Also, today's episode of Locked On Gators is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with a winning $5 money line bet on anything. On anything, you, you can bet number one versus an FCS program if you wanted to do that. You can do that. Visit fanduelcom locked on to get started. And like we do every Wednesday, we're talking about some depth chart suggestions, changes, whatever you want to call it. And for me, the first one to talk about is at right tackle, Damian George out, Cameron Waits or Lindell Hudson in. When you look at right tackle, like let, let's let's even eliminate just Damian George specifically for right now. There's just no way that we can sit here and watch every Florida Gators game that has happened so far, all eight of them. There's no way that we can watch that and you can convince me that what we saw last game or in many other games is Florida starting their five best offensive linemen or that they're starting their best offensive line combination as a unit. I refuse to believe that. I will not accept that. Part of that is because Damian George is out there at right tackle and he's just been bad this year. I've said this multiple times. I said this in the offseason. Maybe he's best suited for guard. Maybe that's what it is. When Florida brought in Damian George and Keontae Goodwin from Kentucky, who unfortunately had to leave the program early, I was saying, hey, Keontae Goodwin at right tackle, Damian George at right guard, could be a pretty strong side to do. This was, of course, thinking Michael Mizuka would be at left guard, but Damian George at guard with Keontae Goodwin at tackle. Damian George run blocking has been fine. He has been atrocious as a pass blocker, though. You look at what this offensive line has given up. First off, it, it's kind of a lot of pressures. The team's given up 74 pressures this year. And what? You got five from Arliss Boardingham, three from Montreal Johnson, three from Dante Sanders, two from Trevor Etienne, two from Jonathan Odom, one from uh, Trayon Webb. That takes out what? 12 to 14, and that's still 60 by this offensive line, 20 of which have come from Damian George. 20 on Damian George at the right tackle spot. Mostly he played a little bit of left tackle, but he's played 84 snaps at left tackle, 377 at right tackle. It's fair to assume most of his pressures given up came from the right side. He's played more snaps than any offensive lineman that isn't Richie Leonard. The fourth Richie's given up eight pressures so far, but again, Damian George is at 20 pressures and three sacks allowed. There's just no way 
that anybody with a brain can be expected to believe this is the best group that's out there. This is the best group that you can put out there. For Cam Waits, I think the best argument against him is maybe not feeling like his knee or his uh, his Achilles is ready to go for a full game. That could be a sound argument. That could be a solid argument. Then Lindell Hudson. Lindell Hudson right now is your backup left tackle. And look, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that Lindell Hudson was the, the best player that I've ever seen operate on the offensive line when he played. However, didn't allow a pressure in his entire time. Sure, run blocking, not as good as Damian George, especially when you look at the power game and counter and all that stuff, but not a pressure allowed. And that's been the big issue here, I think, with a lot of this offense is, is that the run game hasn't been working with any combination that you found. Passing game has been working, but it constantly gets shot in the foot by a, a sack. And granted, some of those are Graham Mertz's fault. He holds the ball too long at times, but you got to give this offense the best situation or the best possibility to succeed that's how you can get it done by, by changing this offensive line because again you cannot convince me that this is the best starting offensive line group can't do it i refuse to accept that because that it, it's false then we look at the defensive side of the ball and this one is way less specific um it's what i like to call anything changing at corner please Something. I don't care if it's Jakeem Jackson over Jason Marshall. I don't care if it's Devin Moore over Jalen Kimber. I don't care if it's Jakeem Jackson over Jalen Kimber. I don't care if it's Devin Moore over Jason Marshall. I don't give a damn. This current secondary isn't working. And the weakest links of it are not the true freshman starters at safety. Mm -mm. The weakest link in the secondary. It's the cornerback spot right now. I understand Jaden Hill hasn't been amazing anymore after his hot start. He's still good enough where I'm not sitting here going, oh, we need a change there. Hell, if you're going to do anything with Jaden Hill, put him back at the outside, put Sharif Denton inside, and we'll figure it out there. Something, because I'm telling you, right now what you have at corner is not cutting it. Your corner who is hyped as a a... a possible projected first round pick he's gonna dominate people now that he gets to play bump coverage man coverage he's not doing a damn thing i almost said a way worse word there he's not doing a damn thing his most productive snaps against georgia were as a pass rusher put him on the edge opposite princely if that's what you need to do like if you need him to be effective there play him at star blitz your star more have Jaden Hill outside. Something. Something. Because what you're doing now at corner isn't working. And at least if you put Jakeem Jackson there, or if you put Devin Moore there, I can at least sit there and go, you know what? At least it's the young guys screwing it up. Again, Jason Marshall has been just bad this year. Jalen Kimber has been better, but cannot make a play on the ball. That's why he, he's getting put on posters because he just can't make a play on the ball. A change at corner is needed. A change at right tackle is needed. I don't know if we get either of them, but I'm telling you that this team, I, I don't know what the ceiling is. It's obviously not very high record-wise considering the rest of the schedule, 
but this team will not hit their if their ceiling for the remainder of the year is seven wins they won't hit it without making some changes i think because man some of these guys have just been rough but now we are going to talk about or talk to a player that has been a very pleasant surprise here with Hayden Hansen, Florida Gators starting tight end. But before we do that, today's episode of Lockdown Gators is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if the team that you pick to win wins. That's I, I know that that sounds risky because anything can happen. However, you can look at this weekend and you can say, all right, what, what do we got going on in the college football world? What, what big lines do we have? Ohio State's minus 1,100 this week over Rutgers. Utah's minus 400 at home against a bad Arizona State team. Tulane is minus 1,000 over East Carolina right now. Georgia's minus 720 over Missouri. Uh, Florida State, minus 1,800 over Pittsburgh. Oregon, minus 2,500 over California. You got a lot there. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. Kick off the NFL season. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL. Joining me now for Locked On Gators, like he does every Wednesday, is Hayden Hanson, Florida Gators starting tight end. And uh, we'll, we'll get right into it. 43-20 is not an ideal score. Not exactly how we wanted that one to go, but... For you guys, what was your biggest takeaway from that game? Uh, for for me and a lot of the offense, it was mistakes. You know, when you go play the number one team in the nation, can't make mistakes. Got to be limited. You know, and we made way too many game to game. We had a critical block punt, um, strip fumble um, in the first half. You just can't do that. You know, I mean, what we put on display on that first drive is we showed everyone we can't do it. You know, we just got to limit the mistakes. Um, I mean, that's really what it came down to at the end of the day. Yeah. And I do have to, I do have to bring this up. You, you know, I have to, um, the, your, your false start was, was it just the shift there? Was, was it just something with the communication or was it just, they shifted like they do so often and, and it got you. Yeah, that was completely my fault, man. Um, I, we practiced it all week. I even, I even like told Barbara that they're going to stand and watch out and, um, I'll, I'll turn around and tell Arliss the combo for the blocker running because he couldn't hear. And right when I turned back around, all I see is the guy move. I was like, oh, shit, I missed a snap count. And then I moved. And then no one else moved. I was like, damn it, dude. First penalty of the year. But, you know, yeah. it happens. So. Yeah, I hope you know that uh, there's just like the camera was just like zoomed right on you after. And I was like, yeah. damn. <laughs> it's just d- damn. <laughs> but, uh, there, there was a very big bright spot for you where you, you scored a touchdown against Georgia. Did not shoot the arrow in, into the crowd. Was that just like situation uh, didn't call for it? The situational awareness, man. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, there's a lot of trolls on Twitter that that come at me all the time. I don't think they were like that either. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it was it was different at Kentucky. We were down, but it was the first half. We had Bobito going to the halftime, two score game versus fourth quarter down by four scores or whatever it was. You just can't do that, you know. Yeah, that, that was what I was thinking was, was it was just like, you know, like I, I, I saw people on Twitter in, in the uh, Kentucky one where they were just like, you're losing. And it was like, it was the first half. Like, I'm not like, I don't know why anybody would be mad. Like, 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 we're not going to come back. Like, yeah, like, like I, don't, I don't get that one. But um, I, I was going to bring this up later. But since since you mentioned social media, Prince Lee Monviel and uh, he talked about this on Monday in the press conference and 
he has a bit of a, re a reputation as someone who will respond to fans, whether he's right or not. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and the Twitter coaches and like, uh, what is it? You, you never, ever, ever just go inside. You never just go inside. You got to strike, uh, peak and shed or whatever it was. And Princely's just like, that was, that was my responsibility on the play. Um, but, but he acknowledged on Monday, probably not ideal to be responding to Twitter trolls or X, whatever. Personally, no issues with it. If fans can talk, I don't get why players can't talk back, but is it hard to, as a player to, ignore the noise of social media not just like hey hayden you're, you're losing against kentucky why are you celebrating but just like things about your teammates and, and coach and just team as a whole yeah i mean everyone always tells you you know stay off it don't get on it but i mean in today's world everyone has social media man and i mean maybe some players look up their name and stuff and i mean even if you don't it's going to show up at some point someone's going to send you a screenshot and i mean it's just I don't know. I, I, I have the least amount of respect for people like that, that, you know, hide their name, hide their face. They talk behind the screen. They try to belittle a kid or a seventh year uh, guy about to go into the world. It's just like, man, I mean, it, at least show your face, show your name. Like, cause I mean that all that shows me is you know, like you would never say that to my face or, or something's wrong in your life. We're going to take it out on us. But I mean, it also comes with the job, you know, you have to have thick skin. Um, I know I had like no publicity last year. Now it's, it's kind of new for me too. Like I'm getting some like hate from nowhere. I was like, dang man, I thought I was doing good. But like, so some people would have it, you know, they, they, some people for me are like caught up on the three star, like, Oh, you still shouldn't be here. Blah, 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 or whatever like that. And uh, I mean, obviously like Princely's been doing it since his second year. So like, that's possibly what could happen for me. And it's good to take notes from him. And I also have no problem with him responding to people like that. But, uh, I mean, it's always ideal to just stay off of it and not look at it, but it's almost impossible these days. Yeah, I mean, there, there are some things where, like, oh, my God, like, you didn't need to acknowledge the person that has, like, three followers and, and wants to talk. But, like, when someone's like, oh, this is a film breakdown, and they're just wrong, it's like, I get it. Like, like if someone's telling you that, that you're wrong there. Um, but I, I just wanted your take on it because, yeah, that's something where it's impossible to avoid, especially now with, with how Twitter or X is, since Elon bought it, it's just like, Things show up on your feed. You don't even have to follow somebody. It's just like, you like Florida? Here's here's a Florida tweet. Exactly. So I'd imagine as a player, a lot of the things you see are, are Florida-based and can't, can't really avoid everything at that point. But this weekend is the first time Florida's wearing the all-black uniforms. What, what are your thoughts on them? And I know you didn't get to pick the word on the back, but but what do you like? Yours uh, says excellence on the back, I believe. How, how you feel about that? I like it, man. That's a cool word, you know. Uh, that's, what, that's what I strive for every day. So uh, it's, it's cool to have it on your back. Um, I think it's even more uh, it's even more cool that they're up for auction too and that the, the funds that Napier and the program collects goes to veterans and their families that have been impacted by the war. With passion, drive, and patience, that's what brings home the winning trophy. And it's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, 
not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit is only available to U.S. customers. Yeah, uh, that, that is an awesome thing. As we know, that was uh, something Billy brought from, or I don't know why I just said Billy like he's my best friend, but that's something Coach Napier brought uh, from Louisiana where he was just like, hey, players wanted black uniforms. We'll give them black uniforms, but you're going to have to give it up for, for a good cause there. And I know that if I'm not mistaken, you do have the black pants. That was something that you were like, hey, we hope that you have. Have you gotten to try it on yet? Have you had um, no, we have been breaking the black helmets though this week in practice. Um, we haven't, I think a couple players got to try it on for a photo shoot for the media. Um, but I think like 95% of us haven't tried it on yet. Okay, o- overall thoughts on, on the all now that you know you have the black pants, you, you got black cleats too, I believe. I think it's, it's all black, everything, everything's black. Middle of the day is, is so <laughs> much fun to have all black, everything, but overall, I, I, I feel like they look cool and. How, how do you feel about the people that are just like, hey, our colors are blue and orange, even though every other sport has worn black for Florida, but, but for some reason people care here? Yeah, speaking of Twitter, I actually saw that on Twitter uh, before practice. I said, for all the people that say black's not our school color, here's every single sport and where they debuted it, except for football. Uh, so, I mean, I mean, I don't know. People always have a problem with everything, man, you know. But, uh, I mean, it's, we still got the blue gator on the chest. We got – I mean, it's still our, our – Go-to colors are still there, too, you know? So, I mean, it's whatever. Yeah, all, all black with the colorful accent. That's it's always a classic look. But on to the on-field stuff. I know that I tweeted it out. I mean, at the time they were recording this earlier today. But what does it mean for you to be so reliable as a blocker? Because that's not something that's going to get praised ever, really. And, yeah, I tweeted, there's not a single tight end in college football right now at, at the group of five or power five level that has been used as a pass blocker as often as you have been, which I, I think was 48 or 46 snaps, not a single pressure allowed on, on top of that. You've been used as a pass blocker more often in recent weeks too, where it's been like 35% of your passing down snaps you're blocking. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad you found that stacks. I didn't know I was leading the nation in that, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I just take great pride in um, helping the team. I mean, it's not ideal. Like, no tight end wants to go pass pro the whole game. But, I mean, if that's what it takes, at the end of the day, that's what I'll do. I'll take great pride in it, you know. Um, and I, I always love helping out the O-line, too, because, I mean, they help us out all game. So, I mean, it's, it's always no problem with me. And, and I have to ask this because it got commented a couple times. Is a move to offensive tackle coming for you here? I, I do retweeted that. That's what people were going to say. Put it on right tackle, try my left tackle. I can't just be good at two things, you know? Like, uh, I mean, I, can, I can't pass pro and catch touchdowns, but, I mean, uh, it, it's whatever, man. Uh, I mean, I, I've always heard that joke my whole life, even that quarterback. Um, so, I mean, it's whatever, but, no, I'll, I'll never make a transition to there. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've been making the joke this whole season. I'm like, yeah, he's, he's offensive lineman six here, but, hey – if it works, it works. It worked for Washington, so yeah, that's it. That's all you gotta do here. Uh, before I let you go, your story has kind of hit the waves a little bit again as your transition from quarterback and everything with Louisiana, and then uh, you've done. I mean, twenty four seven had a feature on you on Monday with Graham Hall. You did the official Florida Gators podcast yesterday. You were on, and you mentioned. Napier takes a job at Florida. 
you decommit from Louisiana there. You don't get an instant contact from Billy Napier until Christmas Day or Christmas night. But you mentioned that you considered, I believe it was Washington State and, and Colorado, which means that I feel like I have to ask this question. What do you think about Deion Sanders? Because had you wound up there, there's a very real chance that you would have been playing for Coach Prime right now. Yeah, man, that's crazy to think about, you know. Um, I think he's a great motivator. Um, I feel like a lot of people in uh, our generation don't understand how just truly groundbreaking he was as a player. Um, it's more of like our dad's telling us. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean he's, he does, he's good at what he does, you know. He's good at rallying his team behind him. Um, he shows some early strides. And, I mean, struggles come with it when you first get the job, you know. Uh, but, I mean, I feel like he'll turn it around. I mean, who wouldn't want to go play for him? So, I'm sure they'll keep getting guys from the portal and big-time recruits. I'm sure he'll build that um, program up. Yeah, I, I was listening to it, and I was just like, damn. Like, I remember the Washington State parks. You took a visit a couple days, I think, before uh, Florida, if I'm not mistaken, thinking back to when it was. But I didn't remember the Colorado part, and I was just like, that could have been very interesting at that point to be playing for Coach with the little – the, the wrist thing. Uh, yeah, it, it's just fan. That's got to be the next. So shoot the bow and then point to the wrist. But thank you so much, Hayden. This is Hayden Hanson, Florida Gator starting tight end. Catch him every Wednesday on Lockdown Gators and every Saturday playing for your Florida Gators. Thanks again for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. Reminder, I will be in Gainesville this weekend to fly in Thursday morning. Be there until Sunday morning. So if you want to stop by, say hi or anything, go ahead. I will be at Operation Diamond Deck for Florida Victorious. Look that up. Tickets are free if you're a Florida Victorious member. And if you're not a Florida Victorious member, sign up. Save 20% off your first month using promo code LOCKED. That's L-O-C-K-E-D. For Lockdown Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Whole Nine Sports, Giants Country, NFL 33. And I'll see you all tomorrow.